is up, everybody? It's your girl, Constance Annan, and you are now listening to Constance, the podcast. You're also watching Constance, the podcast, if you're looking at the visual aspect. It is Wednesday, so today is dedicated to us talking about the Word of God. It is vital Bible study segment, and I have Benicia here, which you guys are familiar with, and then we have a special hey. guest, Brianna. Brianna, introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Brianna Davis, or, yeah, I mean, and I am... Excited. I mean, I don't know what else you want me to say in the introduction. I mean, you don't have to say too much. If that's the intro you want to go with, that's the intro we're going to rock with. It is all okay. Um, This week we read uh, 2 Timothy verses 14 through 19. So first of all, if you haven't been following along, uh, we're doing like a 30-day challenge that was curated for women, a bunch of different verses that were made for women. And this week's was 2 Timothy verses, or 2 Timothy chapter 2 verses 14 through 19. And um, before we get into it, I want to go ahead and just pray so that we can make sure God is here with us and is, you know, able to direct and lead this discussion. So I will do the prayer. Uh, Father God, I want to thank you so much for waking us up this morning. I want to thank you so much for allowing us to come together to speak about you and to receive your word. God, I ask that um, as we are speaking and as we are analyzing your word, I pray that you um, open our ears, hearts, minds to fully um absorb and understand all that it is that you've had for us to read today. And I pray, Lord, that we're able to interpret it the way that it is that you wish for us to do so. Um, in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. So, um, who wants to go first? What did you guys think about the read? Like, what, what came to y'all's minds while reading? Uh, I'll let Brianna go first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I liked it. I mean, it was a lot about, I mean, it was completely about dealing with, you know, false teachers. And um, it was different for me, actually, to be able to understand it. Um, and like, think about a scripture that way, you know, and what the Bible is about false teachers and like, uh, you know, those who confess and those who turn away from wickedness. But it also taught me like the power of um, words, you know, because the false teaching comes a lot in words. And then when I think about words, and as much as I like words, and I like to like, you know, play upon words, especially in my college years, um, it's, it's also that like, when you really think about it, you know, like the whole world was created just from a word, you know, so that shows the seriousness of um, how this all started with words and the seriousness of teaching, you know, and what it is that we're um, learning and the words that we're consuming, I guess, as far as like having the Bible as a guide and when we are and aren't going to follow along with it and who we are and aren't going to listen to us, they express, um, you know, words and dialect to us um, about the, the teachings of God. Right. Um, that's good because I did not, I didn't take it like that. I, okay. So first of all, I definitely understood that it was um, addressing false teachers. I guess I kind of mm -hmm. took it into perspective of my own life. I think something I've been battling, honestly, is just, um, trying to figure out how to use my platform, you know? And so this really spoke to me because I had noticed that I was talking to one of my friends earlier this week and I was like, um, I don't know what route I want to go in as far as my podcast. I feel like people aren't really, um, resonating with what I have. And a lot of people like, you know, like messy stuff. People want to see gossip. People want to see, you know, just like mess. And so I was reading and it really spoke out to me that this, uh, I think it's in verse, what, uh, 16, avoid godless chatter because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly or 
just even 15 above that, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. So just um, rather than me trying to take the route to appease other people, realizing that I do have this platform and that I have the ability to teach others and I can lead them closer to God rather than leading them away from God by partaking in things that uh, may not be godly or may not be holy or may not be righteous. And, um, you know, just reminding myself to or to not like feel led by what's going on in this world as far as, you know, we're all following the shade room. We're all seeing what's going on and not feeling like I have to go down that route. And just knowing that um, there are things on this earth to confuse us. There are things on this earth that can lead us astray. And um, it's in my best interest as a teacher, not saying that I am a teacher, but I feel like that is my role in this world. I think we're all here to uh, fulfill a purpose for God. And I think that in my role, I can make sure that I am doing whatever needs to be done to lead people closer to him rather than away from him. B, Benicia? Yeah, uh, basically both of what you guys said is kind of what I got from it. Um, and what kind of stuck out to me the most is in verse 19, where it's like the Lord knows, knows those who are his. And um, everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. Um, the whole the Lord knows those who are his is like a, I don't know, for me, it was just kind of like, I can't, I can't fake this. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he already, you know, he already knows my heart or just everyone else's heart. So this whole idea of like, oh, like, having our outward image and then like our inner image is just kind of like you can't you know mess around with both of those like you can't I don't know but for the most part like what I got from it was kind of the obvious just with just being careful with my words because like this might be a little weird or whatever but I used to have these dreams constantly of like my teeth like disintegrating um in my mouth like just going into pieces and it was a recurring dream. And so I just looked it up because I know dreams have meanings. And I also know that he, you know, speaks to us through those dreams. And basically throughout like all the interpretations or whatever, it's just like, if you keep having this dream where your teeth are like, um, just falling apart or whatever, it's, it's, uh, it's another way of saying that you're like talking too much, that you're, um, that's that certain things you know that you're trying to do in your life or whatever is like being dismantled because of how uh, excessive you're talking about it and stuff and at that point in my life too I was doing that like I was you know talking a lot about stuff and then wondering why like nothing was really like coming into fruition and everything so then I started practicing the whole moving in silence so Okay, so relate that back to the word. You feel like God is what speaking to you as far like as like just to be uh to be careful with my words, like you know. Um I'm trying to find though like when you brought up verse 16 with avoid godless chatter, like I know that I am uh an excessive talker and some of the stuff that I bring up. I'm not going to say like negative or whatever, but it's just kind of like unnecessary. Like I would feel like it'd be godless in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel you. 
I feel you. And I, I don't think you're the only person that does that. I'm not even going to lie. I definitely partake in, like I said, I follow the shade. Well, I don't follow the shade room, but I keep up with what's going on in the shade room. And I keep up with, you know, what's going on in the world. And I'm a gossiper. I tend to gossip. And, um, you know, it's not the best thing. And um, I think that that is common. I think we all know, like, as Christians, like, don't gossip. But it is something that I do do because that's what's going on in the, wor- in the world. And I think that this word just reminded me to, like, you know, there's more to life than that. And that partaking in those type of conversations is not leading me closer to God. Does that make sense? Exactly. And I thought it was... Uh, in verse 17, it says, so yeah, we're talking about false preachers and it also talks about how um, their teaching will spread like gangrene. I had to Google what that was. It's basically like a infection that just spreads fast. And um, that's true. Like the, you know, when we, whether we're gossiping or whatever, or whether there is false teachings, that stuff does spread. And it's crazy how fast that that has an effect on everybody and how everybody's able to how am I trying to say this? It just spreads, you know, and it spreads fast. And so it's like, rather than investing energy into that, something that can spread fast, why not take the time to lead people closer to God and be aware of God's teachings and things like that? Um, Brianna, do you have anything to add? Uh, yeah, so I definitely see that, um, like, I, I agree with what you guys are saying. Um, it's more so, like, what I'm hearing now is, like, more so being intentional about your speaking, you know, like being intentional about the things that you're saying, um, and when you're saying them, because, you know, we, we talk, we talk as humans, we, we, we talk to other people, but like, even with, uh, verse 17 and, you know, it's saying that it spreads. So now it's about sitting in the perception of, well, what is it that you want to spread? You know, are you going to be intentional about your words to have the word of God spreading? Or are you going to be intentional about your comments to have, uh, this chatter spread? Because regardless of anything, it's going to spread and it's going to mm-hmm. spread like a disease. And by spreading, it can be like, you know, all amongst ourselves when we start to lose pieces of ourselves and get disconnected because of the stuff that we've spread it within ourselves, but then also the people that we're connected to, you know, like I say something and then I say it to someone else and it's no good, but then they go tell someone else and now it it has spread amongst the community. So now I'm no good and now my community is no good. And so she's teaching me to be very intentional about uh, the conversations that I have and these intentional conversations come from an atmosphere where God can be present in it you know what I'm saying where it's like am I having a conversation um, about something where I feel like God can enter into this atmosphere and join our conversation right preach girl yes girl you didn't say yeah yeah (laughs) yes um and um I can like I can definitely see why this because I remember last week we were kind of at odds as to why that verse was like important for women but I can definitely see why this one is important for women just because like I feel like women do not avoid godless chatter chatter of anything we seek it and so (laughs) um and like how Brianna was saying with just like having intention in the words that you're saying and like being conscious of the energy that that brings like you know like women are very chatty and gossip-like and um and in the long run like sometimes that gossip can get in the way of friendships or uh business moves or just you know personal life or whatever so and you know that's you know representative of verse 17 where it's like spreading like gangrene or however you say that word so like (laughs) women just gotta chill (laughs) right no yeah for sure and um 
Okay, 14 also talks about like quarreling, right? And keep reminding God's people of, thing, of these things, warn them before God against quarreling about words, like going back and forth. That's something that I have the tendency to do in my relationships, just in everything. I'm always the kind of, I just, I think as women, a lot of us feel like we need to be assertive or just speak up, you know, just have, I guess, because the world paints us as this soft individual, we want everyone to know like, hey, you know, I'm about that life. I'm, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so I do tend to have that, that trait. Okay, I do get into quarrels, whether it's verbal, I've had some physicals, like, you know, and this is just a reminder that this is something that I need to stray from and just, I guess, just making sure that, yeah, we are creating an atmosphere in which God can enter in. And by doing that, and in order to do that, we need to be aware and conscious and intentional, you know, about what it is that we say and how we move and things like that. Um, yeah, Benicia, you had also brought up verse 19, which I definitely liked. I don't know. I, I, I boast about being somebody that um, God knows, like God has hand selected. And it's cool to know that God knows who I am. And it's cool to know that God knows that I'm one of his. I don't know. I just boast in that. And so anytime the Bible reminds mm -hmm. me that, you know, I was chosen by God or that I am known by God, I just love that. And I think that that's something to just stick with a lot of, uh, you know, whatever. I'm big on affirmations and a lot of people talk about affirmations. And I think an important one that we should all carry with ourselves is just knowing that like God has chosen you and not to be cocky about it and walk around like you're untouchable or whatever, but it's just a good reminder to know that you were selected by God and God knows who you are. And just like you said, Benicia, you can't really separate, like you, you are who you are. God knows who you are, whether, uh, no matter what it is that you're trying to present to the outside world, you are still like you internally. And, um, God just knows that. And I think it's just being aware of who you are is clear in that. Yeah, yeah. And knowing that God is aware of who you are too. And I just, I don't know. I really like verse 19 as well. More so just because I've told you, like, <laughs> I just boast in being, you know, a child of God. Like, that's something that's cool to me. Does anybody yeah. have anything else that they would like to say? Um, so thinking about, um, like, when you just mentioned verse 14, something came to my mind when you were talking about, you know, like going the back and forth and quarreling um, with our words with people. And it's crazy because, um, like, as humans we unconsciously do stuff in the natural that we um do in the supernatural as well so it's like i feel like even in this one verse that it's important that we like you know i identify um, that i can't go back and forth with people i can't argue you know like as far as like well this is this and this is this because it's the same uh position and standpoint i'm going to have when i'm in the presence of god you know he's telling me to do something and now i've got to go back and forth with God about something that he's already made clear for my life and made clear for a plan. And now it's like, well, I've done it in the world. And so it's easy for me to do it. You know, I've adapted to doing this in the world. And so now when it's like, God has commanded me to go a certain way, God has commanded me to leave a certain situation. He's commanded me to take a different step, to move in a, a leap of faith. I'm like, yo, you sure? You sure you want me to do it? And now I got to go back yeah. to God about um, something because because of my words that I do down here on earth, if that makes sense. No, I mean, that no, does yeah, isn't it? something I am battling with. Like I, yes, same to the point where I recently prayed for, like I was praying for something and um, like, it was just handed to me and I've been asking God, like, okay, why was it handed to me so fast? And I've just been going back and forth for God. Like, what's the deal? Like, is something bad about to happen? Like, I just haven't been able to accept it. And I didn't even realize that, you know, my tendency to quarrel in the natural is also taking place in the supernatural and that's affecting my, well, 
does it affect my relationship with God? I guess so, because it hinders my ability to fully have that 100% faith and truly just trust everything that he has, you know, sent me out to do. So I appreciate you bringing that up because now that's something that I need to be aware of, but it's so hard, like, it's so hard not going back and forth with God, you know, because some things just don't be adding up. Like there's some, sometimes I can just take it, but you know, there are times where he's like, yeah, take that leap of faith. And I'm like, hold on, are you sure I need to do that? Like, you know, right. So, I mean, yeah, I, think, yeah. I like you. I like that you brought that up because I didn't even realize that that was something that happens. So can we, okay. How can we, you know, everybody talks about just have faith, right? But obviously just having faith, there's more to it. How can we get past that, you know, tendency to want to quarrel with God? I want to go back and forth with him. Like what can be done to make sure that we just are okay with what he says and just go with what he says. Mm, uh, I don't even know. I can, uh, <laughs> was that question too uh too much um, i i think it's gonna be um being obedient you know and being obedient immediately because uh you can see in the bible you know plenty of times when people have delayed their obedience to god so it's not like they didn't listen to god right it's just that it took them a while to listen to him to him you know and it's like i guess recognizing and coming to terms with this ugly truth that delayed obedience is still disobedience it forces you to be obedient first you know it forces you to be obedient immediately so now i don't need to go back and forth to god because when you told me to do something i'm going to jump to be obedient to what it is that has been put in front of me you know what it is that he has told me to do um and so i guess identifying and coming to terms with uh if i do it in five minutes it's going to make a difference versus if I do it as soon as he tells me to, right. because in the world, it's not like that. You know, it's like, if my mom tells me to wash dishes now, it's not gonna make a difference if I wash them now or if I wash them in five minutes, because the dishes are still going to get washed. Mm-hmm. Um, but God's not like that. You know, God's like, if I tell you to do something right now, then you got to do it. Cause if you don't, you're going to delay, you're going to throw off the process of all the stuff that I had spinning in the works. Right. Um, and so I, to me, that's what, that's how I look at it. You know, being obedient up front. Um, with God. That's good. Dang, that was, yeah, 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 that was super insightful, man, because (laughs) (laughs) I definitely struggle with the whole, um, just quarreling with God, like, it's odd for me, because I find it more difficult to, like, get into, um, verbal arguments with, like, people, but as far as God goes, like, I don't mind, like, bringing him the smoke, like, in that sense, or just, like, um, or just, like, fighting against things that I know that he's trying to get me to do, and, um, the whole obedient part, I never really looked at it from that perspective. Right, agreed, because that's essentially what it is, being obedient. And whenever people yeah, like it was faith, plain as day. Yeah, yeah. Like, but whenever people talk about the concept of faith, they omit the fact. Well, not everybody, but you know, some people do omit the fact that in order to be to have that faith, you need to be obedient. Right. Yeah. And so um, I think that, that that is very that's really good. And obviously I need to learn to be a little bit more submissive to what it is that God has placed in front of me. Um, it's also just so hard because whenever it comes to God, I think like going back and forth with people, for me at least, I know the outcome. Like I know what I'm capable of doing, I know how much effort I'm willing to put into this argument. I know if I can beat that person X, Y, and Z with God, it's like, I just don't know. And so it's so hard to just, you know, move in that direction. Um, So yeah, Brianna, I appreciate you for bringing that up because that is something that I need to work on. Um, Yeah, yes. (laughs) 
like I think like honestly looking at this passage overall like I don't really think it's as much as about following false teachers as it is about just being conscious of the words right. and just conscious of who you are as a person just because like um I'm gonna go back to verse 19 like like it was when the way you took the whole the Lord knows those who are his and was like super proud of that and was like Woo! like that's not how that really hit me like for some reason the Lord knowing who I really am is kind of like a shaking the table kind of mm. um, thing. And um, when I first read it, it was just kind of like, he knows still. <laughs> and then, and then like going into that next part, I feel like it's even more crucial because it's just like everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. And it's just like, um, it's just like it's easier said than done man you know and it's just like um I don't know like I'm at odds with that two, the two sections of that one line but um but yeah I feel like this is more so just gets towards words than necessarily false teachings because in those words you get false teaching you know what I'm saying so no I get what you're saying I, I can agree with that go ahead yeah, like um, even like with the, we're seeing it as like a, I guess like the false teaching and looking at it now with you guys, it makes me think of more. So it's like, I was first, when I first looked at it, I was looking at it as false teachers, um, like the people I listen to, you know, the, like who's teaching me the word of God. But now it's more so um, like looking at it again with you guys, it's like, am I the false teacher? Like, am I the false teacher in the presence of God and, and, and am I the false teacher outside the presence of God because now if I look at like uh 15 verse 15 you know like do your best to present yourself to God as one approved a worker who does not need to be ashamed you know and then I skip over to 19 now where it says uh you know the Lord knows who who I am I'm his and then I must confess the name of the Lord and turn away from my wickedness it's like well in order for me to even be a teacher um of God you know am I like it's a self-reality check, I guess. Am I the false teacher at this point? Am I carrying myself as a false teacher? Because like even with verse 19, it, it feels conflicting because they have to coexist. That's like yeah. how I see it. You know, if like it doesn't, like the Lord knows those who are his, that is very true. That's like not discrediting that at all, but that can't coexist without us turning away from our wickedness right. because God can't know who we are because wickedness is dark and God is a God of light. So like God can't know who we are unless we turn away from that wickedness. Like they have to coexist. And that's what feels uh, conflicting about that scripture. But I don't know, it makes me do some self-evaluation now. Like, have I been the false teacher? I've been thinking in, like everybody else, but it's more so, you know, am I a false teacher in the presence of God? What am I telling people about God and how am I representing God? Am I a false teacher to what God, God's love is to other people who don't know him? Right. And I agree with you guys. I guess I, I was omitting the end of that verse. And um, I guess I omit it because it's just so like, I think we all know, like, turn away from wickedness. And like you said earlier, it's easier said than done. But I, I guess I understand that it is a process. But now that you're saying like, okay, questioning, are you the false teacher? That is something that I need to, you know, take heed to because I started this off by saying that I was questioning, you know, what route to go on with my platform, what to do. And it's just like, I just need to 
be aware that if I am like rocking with God and God knows who I am, that I need to be a hundred and turn away from wickedness. Like I can't be doing, you know, I can't be picking and choosing when I'm going to rock with God and in what sense and what, you know, how I'm going to present it. And it needs to be a hundred percent change. And so I understand how y'all can feel conflicted or, you know, Benicia, how you said that, you know, shakes the table for you. Cause it's like, Oh my God, you actually know that like I'm BSing on this, you know, I'm faking this, uh, you know, act of being a prophet, a teacher, a prophesy, whatever. And then I'm doing X, Y, and Z on the weekend. And I'm just not being wholehearted, wholeheartedly a Christian or a true teacher of God, you know? So um, I get what you, you know, I get what you guys are saying and I know we are approaching, you know, our time limit. So I don't want to keep us here too long. If there's anything anybody else wants to, you know, say before we conclude today's episode. Speak now. Mm. (laughs) No, No, I like this though. I like this verse a lot though. And I I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I think it's very like, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. So, I was really nervous. I called Benicia like right before this call, and I was like, "I'm so nervous. Like, I read it, and I don't really know how to perceive it. I don't know. Like, lately, with the past two uh, verses that we read last week and this week, I was just so on the fence because I didn't really know how it related to me as a woman. But like now, dissecting it with you guys, I understand exactly how this relates to me as a follower of God and a woman. Um, right. Yeah. This yeah. Was definitely a good. This was definitely a good read. And so I thank you yeah. guys for, you know, tuning, like uh, joining me on this discussion. Definitely. Thank Thanks you. for having me, Constance. Of course. Um, we got to close out with a prayer. Who wants to do the end prayer? Uh, Brianna, you got it, girl. <laughs> I touched my nose. Not the nose, girl. Oh, wow. I touched my nose. <laughs> if neither of you want to do it, See, I'll why do it. Is Go for why it, please. You got so it. <laughs> Take it away, B. I got it. I got it. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, thank you, Lord, for this day. Thank you for allowing us to be able to um, connect with one another and come onto this platform and dissect the word. I thank you for allowing us to, you know, have an open mind about each other's perspectives and allowing us to really, you know, get a deeper understanding of the word through those perspectives and um i pray that you bless those that tune into this and um bless constance and brianna and myself throughout the day and we love you and in jesus name i pray amen amen Amen. All right, you guys. Yo, praying is so awkward. Yeah, praying is really awkward. It's always one of those things that's like, uh, I don't want, like, I can do it in my head, no problem at all. As soon as I got to say it out loud, it's like, oh my God, am I saying like the right stuff? Is this powerful Literally. enough? But, um, <laughs> all right, oh, the guys. words. You all right, guys, you guys have a good day. Bye, Bye. you too. Thank you. Bye.